0: friend who is a Mormon that you want to share your faith with? How do you begin? What are some do's and don'ts for witnessing to a Mormon? Join us today as we learn about Truth in Love ministry. They help equip Christians to witness to those involved in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. My guest is Rev. Mark Cares, the author of Speak the Truth in Love to Mormons, and the founder and president of Truth in Love Ministry. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries, and your host for today's program. Thanks, Rev. Cares, for being my guest today.
1: Well, it's so good to be on your show.
0: Well, um, it's nice that we actually had an opportunity to meet recently. I have been interviewing you for years, over the 22 years that I've done this radio program, uh, but a few months ago, you were in St. Louis, and we met for coffee. And uh, it's just really nice to to know that those people that I interview over the phone, and I feel like they're my friends when I meet them in person, I am even more uh, blessed. And I was blessed to visit with you and learn more about Truth and Love ministry.
1: And it's and always nice, you know, from this end to also— get to know you and and to see you today. I appreciate your ministry so
0: much. Yeah, absolutely. Your gospel focus is so in line with what we know we need to share. Uh, Family Shield has a counter cult ministry. We help family members and friends of Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons. Your ministry focuses on uh, helping Christians learn to witness to Mormons and uh, You were telling me about a new program, I think it was a new program you have, that helps equip uh, Christians to share their faith with Mormons, Uh, and I want to learn more about that, and maybe you can uh, help our listeners learn, because there might be some of our listeners that might be interested in that. So tell us what that is.
1: Well, our, our program is, and we've been equipping Christians to do this for many years, but we're trying to make it formalized and, and make it scalable so that we have a vision of equipping 80,000 Christians by 2021. So we're just trying to ratchet it up. But but basically our program, we have different paths, but the, the one path of how to witness to Mormon, Mormons is really a very successful one that's happening right now is when we actually have the Christian contact the LDS Church, the Mormon Church, and say, please send the missionaries over, Mm. and then we witness to them when they come over, and we train people every step of the way we coach them. Uh, This morning, for example, I was coaching a man in Ohio, and he just finished his 18th visit with the missionaries.
0: Wow, interesting. So I, you know, my understanding, I guess I thought it was more helping family members and friends that might have a loved one involved and they want to learn more, but you're doing uh, just just kind of general uh, witnessing to missionaries, Mormon missionaries. That's I've done that myself, and uh, you certainly learn a lot as you do that, don't you?
1: Right, and we are going to, and we do help people witness to their family and friends, too. That's a program that right now we are... I was just meeting with somebody yesterday. Um, uh, We're making a video course on how to do that, and we're just doing that. Now, Now we actively help people, but to actually have the whole video course that's in the works right now Mm
0: -hmm, to -hmm. to do that that one. Okay. Okay, well, that's fine. Um, I want to kind of combine that then because I know a lot of the people that we hear from are Christians that have loved ones, are family members, that uh, they want to respond and they want to share their faith. And uh, maybe we can, you know, kind of combine what you're doing to talk as well about that. So um, uh, as, as people learn more and get involved in some of your educational programs, um, why is one of the first things you want them to understand is that they're saved by faith alone in Jesus Christ? I am would assume— that you kind of screen those that might be interested to make sure they're not trusting in their good works instead of Christ. Would that be true, uh, uh, Pastor Kears?
1: Right, right. And and uh, our principles work for anybody, whether you know you're witnessing to a Mormon missionary or or family member. So you know it really doesn't matter that okay. much. But but really, what we uh, find when we train Christians and family members, many of them are intimidated because they think they have to become experts in Mormonism. And we say, no, our job is to witness Christ rather than debate Mormonism. You don't really have to become an expert, but what you are an expert in already (laughs) is knowing how you have been saved through Jesus. Um, And that's really what the Lord asks us to do, to witness to what he has done for us. We do have... um, principles, one of the hardest things when we um, are talking to a Mormon, and thus we, in part of our training, is uh, knowing their vocabulary. One of our main principles mm-hmm. is to speak their language, because Mormonism often defines terms completely right. different than we do. So that's one part of our uh, our training, is to always uh, inform the Christian remind the Christian that you have to realize you're speaking a different language. So mm-hmm. one part of our training is just asking a lot of questions, you know, to your Mormon friend. Okay. What do you mean by that word, elevation? Right. So,
0: so give us an example, one word that uh, they may use. It sounds just like the words we use, but it doesn't mean the same thing at all. Just one example.
1: Probably the biggest and the most common example that we get regularly is I told my Mormon friend I am saved by Jesus and they agree with me. Mm-hmm. Say, mm-hmm. How can they agree with me? Because they did a little bit of studying Mormonism. It's that word saved. For most Mormons mm-hmm. salvation equals resurrection. So for them salvation means that they are gonna be raised from the dead. But where they are going to spend their eternity, especially in Mormonism, there's different kingdoms of heaven. What kingdom of heaven that they're going to inhabit depends entirely on what they do on their work. Mm-hmm. So instead of talking about, you know, are you saved or talking about salvation, we instead say, we focus on, do you, are you going to live eternally with Heavenly Father? Mm-hmm. And that's the way to word that
0: question with a Mormon. Okay. Last year, I did a, a educational presentation for some youth on Mormonism, and I used something you have. I believe it's in Speaking the Truth and Love to Mormons, your book, uh, which I love. I think if you can only say one thing, uh, I, this is important. What Christianity teaches is that God gives us salvation through Jesus Christ, perfection for us, and what Mormons teach is God gives us a plan of salvation that depends on perfection from us. Seeing those words side by side, Reverend Cares, is so powerful and so clear. Um, And I'm sure in your training you talk about those differences. But uh, talk a little bit about Mormons and the perfection that they feel they have to have and what kind of problems that can cause for them.
1: I'm so glad you asked that, Kay, because another, what I would say, uh, a big mistake many Christians do when they try to witness to Mormons is that they try to talk to the Mormons about the things that bother us Christians in Mormonism. Uh. (laughs) And, And really what we want to try to do is focus on the things in Mormonism that put stress and pressure on them. And the biggest thing that is putting stress and pressure on Mormons is this idea of being worthy or being perfect. Um, everything in their life they're focused on, they have to earn this by being worthy for every position, for, for every blessing. In one of the Mormon scriptures Doctrine and Doctrine Covenants, it basically says that um, you will receive no blessing from God, unless you were obedient to the commandments. Mm-hmm. There are no undeserved blessings in Mormonism. Mm-hmm. So so they have to earn everything. So when we talk about, you know, we have perfection in Christ, we are already worthy in God's sight because of Christ, that's when the ears of the Mormons perk up. When I mm-hmm. start talking about the things that bother me about Mormonism, I can just see them covering their ears, mm-hmm. you know, and I putting, you know, Becoming very defensive, mm-hmm. so that perfection is just a burden on them—tremendous burden.
0: Okay, so that's one of the. That's that's probably the key thing, uh, that we are, perfect not because of our works, but because of what Christ has done for us. We're righteous, we are perfect because of Christ. Um, they don't teach that in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints at all. And I love that you said focus on their stress points, not what we're upset about. Whoa, that is excellent. Is that one of your other principles as you right. teach?
1: That's one of our key principles. Um, uh, and, and, and we know what they are generally. But another key principle then is, um, you know, be, a, be an active listener. Because how how this stress of being worthy and perfection is a broad umbrella, and then the individual Mormon underneath that umbrella, it might you know manifest itself in different ways. But if we you know if we are uh, active listener and so forth, we can almost quite quickly identify this is what they're stressed out about. <laughs> Just one quick story: um, I was uh, knocking on doors actually in Provo, and I knocked on this one woman's door, and she was probably about 25 or 30, and she just said, oh, my dad's a bishop. And without thinking, I said, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and, and she says, you understand. Oh. And she sat there crying for a half an hour, telling me about the, being the burdens of being the bishop's mm-hmm. family. <laughs> and, and it all started by just saying, oh, I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> and you didn't mean to say that at all, did you?
1: No, yeah. I mean it was. I do. I just know how much pressure yeah. there is on bishops, and it just kind of came out because I I know how pressured these families are. Uh, it's tremendous pressure, so so right. it just kind of popped out. And, and the Lord works in a mysterious.
0: Sure, He place. does. He He gives us the words in the minute or second that we need them, and sometimes it just pops out because it was what needed to be shared. Well, in my presentation I I put together some do's and don'ts as we open up conversations with Mormons. I don't know if you have that in there, but one of the things that I said is don't start conversations with you're a cult. D- do you agree with that? I mean, I I want people to Build a relationship, and sometimes that doesn't mean dumping everything we know in the first five minutes of the conversation. How do you respond? How do you help people learn how to begin these conversations with Mormons?
1: Well, first of all, we always say add a U-R-E to the word cult and see it as a culture. <laughs>
0: oh, culture, yeah. Yeah.
1: Because that's what it really is, and and it's a cross-cultural ministry. And just like if I was going to Japan, I would want to understand their culture. I think, again, one of our principles, you got to understand the Mormon culture mm-hmm. um, and and so forth. But the way we start is by showing them a lot of love. We are very honest, you know, about our intentions, but we always say it uh, in a very loving way. Um, and then we we ask questions and we don't assume that we understand what that individual mormon believes Mm -hmm. because there's often a lot of variation Uh, just another quick story and this comes from our witnessing to the lds missionaries i'm coaching a a retired lutheran pastor he's in minnesota and he just sent me a a picture uh, texted me a picture on christmas morning he's witnessing to two lds sister missionaries on Christmas morning, his front door is covered with these paper hearts, and they call that a heart attack, and they just said, we love you so much. <laughs> just think about this. LDS missionaries telling how much they love this Lutheran pastor mm. who is witnessing to them.
0: Wow, That's an amazing uh, gospel opportunity, isn't it? Wow. I bet they don't say that to everybody that's witnessing to
1: them. And that happens all the time. And the key is, we begin by listening, and then we respond to what they say, and then it really works. They, they realize we respect them, mm. uh, not agreeing with what they say, uh-huh. but I understand what you're telling me now. Let's go into the Bible and examine what you told me <laughs> in mm. to the Bible.
0: Wonderful. I have uh, want to make some announcements, and then we'll come back and continue talking about uh, your program and some more of your principles so our listeners can learn more and we'll also talk about how they can learn uh you know get in contact with you if they're interested in learning about this today family shield is giving away the booklets mormons who they are what they believe and the family shield booklet about our counter cult ministry to receive the free booklets call the family shield response center at 1 877 250 8416 or email us at witness2family at gmail.com. Don't forget to give us your complete name and address. Family Shield has gathered resources on responding and witnessing to Mormons and can email this to you upon your email request at witness 2 familygmailcom at gmail.com. This includes information about Reverend Mark Cares, his book, Speaking the Truth in Love to Mormons, his ministry, as well as many other resources and ministries that uh, we have interviewed over the years, and uh, uh, a supply of the radio programs through the internet, so there's no cost. If you're a Thrivent financial member, you can designate your Thrivent Choice dollars to support Family Shield Ministries. Go to the Thrivent website at www.thrivent.comslash thriventchoice or call them at 1-800-847-4836. If you've already signed up to do this, remember that you must re-sign up each year before March of 2017. And we encourage you to make sure you do re-sign up because no one's getting the funds if you haven't done that. Family Shield began the Spiritual Warriors Monthly Giving Club in 2016. We invite you to become a member. All donors who give five dollars or more per month are part of this club and will be recognized annually. You can give on a monthly basis by sending a check each month, by signing up to give a specific amount at your bank, or by signing up through our PayPal account on our website at www.familyshieldministries.com. Send prayer requests, program suggestion topics, or a donation. To Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri 63123. Now I want to go back to our guest, Reverend Mark Harris of Truth in Love Ministry. Their website is www.tilm.org, truthinloveministry.org. And I'm sure some of our listeners might be interested too about how they can uh, receive your book, speaking the truth in love, or how they can connect to you personally so they can learn more about your resources?
1: Well, yeah, thank you. Uh, We have a lot of resources, so probably the easiest way to get our resources, the books and and so forth, is going to our website, tilm.org, as you have just said. They're also on Amazon and so forth. I also want to just say um, we do have a website completely dedicated to training people how to witness to LDS missionaries. That website is pleaseopenthedoor.com, and then uh, it at least gives you an introduction to the program and so forth. But also for your listeners who might have a family member or a friend who's LDS, um, we, we help a lot of people with, with that. So they can just you know, contact us at tilm.org. We also have internet support groups for people who have a loved one who's LDS. We have numerous uh, internet support groups that are going wonderfully. So, so we, I guess, the bottom line is we got quite a few resources mm-hmm. to train and support Christians in this. Wonderful. Uh, best way, just contact us on the website.
0: Wonderful, that's great, and I just always enjoy interviewing you, Reverend Cares. Now. Prior to uh, my announcements, we've been talking about your training as well as some other questions that I had, but you talked about principles. What other principles do you want Christians to know as they learn to respond to Mormons that they may or may not know as they respond to help them know the Christ of the Bible?
1: Well, Start off with attitudes, and we just have a, you know, basically two principles where it uh, talks about attitudes or mindsets because if you're coming from a right mindset, a lot will fall into place. And one of our key principles is see Mormons as victims, not mm-hmm. as the enemy. Mm-hmm. And the reason we say that is if you see, you know, again, I'll use the example of LDS missionaries if they're coming to your door. And you see them as enemies Mm -hmm. you know your mindset will be either to defend yourself to defeat them you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's going to be that type of attitude if you see them coming as as victims that they're held hostage by this religion you know instead of having your uh uh your hands in a fist you will have your hands reaching out to them trying to help them and we have found that it's very important for people to really examine themselves and say, you know, why do I want to talk to Mormons? Do I do I want to win battles or mm-hmm. do I want to win the person? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that reminds me years ago when I was doing a series on witnessing to Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, there was one man in the room that, you know, he said, I like to debate those Jehovah's Witnesses that come to my door and and he was very argumentative, and um, it, it was so sad because his whole reason for doing this was wrong. Uh, so I love that principle, to see the Mormons as victims, not our enemies. Too many times when people witness, whether it's to Mormons, Jehovah's Witnesses, or just to someone that doesn't know Christ, we, we attack instead of love and encourage and, and befriend so thank you so much for bringing that principle up and helping us all learn that we need to love each other, that that love covers a multitude of sins. Isn't that what the Bible tells us?
1: Right. And, and just another little story, one of the persons I coach, and we have coached hundreds and hundreds of Christians, but a, another man contacted us. He was a street preacher. He <laughs> loved to preach on the streets, and he contacted us. He said, the longest I can talk with a Mormon is a half hour and then we're both leaving angry. <laughs> I said, I'll, I'll coach you, and I'm not saying mine's the only way to do it, but <laughs> if I'm coaching you, you got to do it my way here. Mm-hmm, you
0: know? mm-hmm.
1: and, and, and after about eight or nine weeks, he just was gushing because he was still, after eight or nine weeks, meeting our, you know, once a week for two hours with the Mormon missionaries, and there was no end in sight. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and,
1: and a lot of it was just his attitude sure. it was complete change, and they sense that. You know, we well, all sense course. that when when people are attacking us.
0: Yes, they certainly do sense that, and we we need to we do need to share Christ, but we can do it as we listen to them what you talked about now what else in your principles do you share with those that you're trying to train i love the principles that you're sharing and we, you know,
1: the other one that you know falls quite in line with is seeing them as as victims is you know treat them with love and respect now a lot of people misunderstand what we mean by that. First of all, we're we, we're not going to assume that we know, and we're going to listen till we understand. Because a lot of the individual Mormons don't even know what official Mormonism says. So, sure. so, so what we want to do is listen to them. But we but with love, that doesn't mean that we don't uh, share um, our the urgency we have for them and our belief that you know Mormonism. You know is leading them to hell mm-hmm. um, we would say outer darkness mm-hmm. we have told thousands of mormons that you know with love that we're so concerned for you because we think you're going to go to outer darkness and they come back and continue to talk with us because we have laid that foundation of love i can't tell you how many mormon missionaries have told our people for example I'm shocked by what you told me, but I know that you are concerned for me, so let's okay. continue to talk. Yeah, you know?
0: absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, share with our listener uh, listeners maybe one of the people that you work with that were uh, Mormon and are now Christians, just a testimony or a sh- story. I know you have people within your ministry. Uh, just maybe one story, if you will.
1: Okay, one story, and probably I'll go back to one of our precious souls um uh she she's somewhat sick now but she was from a high up um lds family she talks about how when she was a little girl the living prophet the president of the church would come over and visit he would sit there and play with her a little bit you know so, so so she knew these you know all the apostles and everything they were friends of her dad and everything and she went it you know, a long story, she has some problems in Mormonism. She struggled with being worthy, Um, so she actually asked to be excommunicated from the LDS church so she could start this painful process of repentance. Anyway, her bishop said, you know, she had lost a child um, in in childbirth, and the bishop said, if you go to the temple and if you're worthy, your, your child will appear to you. She went to the temple, and the child didn't appear, and the bishop said, well, that means you weren't sincere you weren't worthy enough and she knew that so she just went off the deep end for like 10 or 12 years which is normal for mormons to become agnostic or something Mm -hmm. but then a christian neighbor a christian neighbor little girl uh uh, kept on inviting her to listen to her sing at her church Mm -hmm. and she loved the little girl and she hated all religion but she did it for the little girl and the pastor just was Preaching that Sunday on Ephesians two eight and nine, by grace you are saved, and the Holy Spirit just caught her. You mm-hmm. know, just there. So through the little girl, you know, oh, wow. she actually heard the message.
0: That's fantastic. Is she now involved with your
1: ministry? She has been. The, the Lord has put some. Um, Health challenges on her, so it's been a little bit difficult. But yeah, she has she has spent years working with us. Yeah. All
0: right, very good. Well, again, I want to mention that we're giving away the booklet Mormons, who they are, what they believe, and that will also connect you to an a Lutheran Hour Ministry video with a lot of ex Mormons, and um, you can uh, call us at one eight seven seven two five zero eight four one six r Go to our email at witness2family at gmail.com. We can get those booklets to you at no cost. We can also share more information about resources. And I do want to mention that our recommended links on our website includes uh, Truth in Love Ministry. And um, so there's lots of resources that we can share with you. Uh, Family Shield's website is www.familyshieldministries.com. My guest has been Reverend Mark Cares of Truth and Love Ministries. His book, which I'd also recommend so much in here we didn't have time for, Speaking the Truth and Love to Mormons, Just great stuff. We could probably have him on for the entire year, every week, but we can't do that. So I I do want to just let listeners know, if you're interested in learning more, please do connect with them or to us. And again, this is Kay Meyer with Family Shield. Uh, We're so glad you're listening. We hope that you will continue to tune in to Family Shield and uh, please pray for us. We appreciate your prayers. Thanks for listening. God bless.